And when we're shifting into our higher self, into a better position in our life, into a bigger, expansive reality for ourselves, when we can learn how our sixth sense comes through for us to deliver a message, everything becomes a lot clearer. Hello, and welcome to your lovely intuition podcast. I'm your host, Riley June, intuitive medium and spiritual mentor. Thank you for sharing your time and energy with me today as I take you on the journey of understanding and connecting with your intuition, your soul, the voice within, and the guiding forces in life like the universe who is always co-conspiring in your greatest favor. My mission is to give you deeper clarity, understanding, and self-assurance of who you are, why you're here, and what you're meant to be. Take a deep breath in release and let's dive into all things intuition now about this one because it's going to be going into the depth of our six senses. So just like how we have our physical senses, our hearing, our seeing, our smelling, our tasting, our touching, our, um, I'm missing one, feeling, there we go. (laughs) We also have these senses in our energetic body. And so why I want to talk to you about this today is because this is something that is like a missing component in people's understanding when they're doing things with self-development or personal development or spiritual development, um, energy development and all senses of that it can be. Um, If you are an intuitive or a medium or you work really with energy, you're probably going to understand this. But for someone who's more so getting into energy, this is a really interesting concept to learn for yourself because just like how we have a different predominant sense in our life, whether you feel things first, whether you hear things really clearly, whether you see things, you can visualize, um, maybe you know you have a strong sense of smell or taste. In our energetic body, when we're working with our intuition to receive our messages and our downloads, we have a predominant energy sense as well. And so these are our six senses. <laughs> and The cool thing about this is that we all get to connect with it. That is why you are here with this podcast with me listening so that you can learn more about it for yourself. But I really want to break the stigmatism surrounding this being a difficult thing. Like you have to spend like hours upon hours or years upon years developing this sense. Honestly, it's something that you tune into. And yes, you have to work it like a muscle. So you do have to put the time and attention and energy into it. But this doesn't have to take be something that takes you years and years to like develop into like something bigger. You know what I mean? Like it's something that you can just sit with and you can really cultivate with your energy, with your insight, with a journal, with an understanding and just start to realize for you how this comes through. I'm going to give you more context to this and we're going to like really dive into it, but Uh, By the end of this episode, I really hope that you have a better understanding of your sixth sense and your predominant sixth sense and, you know, what other ones there are for you to be able to tap into as well. So 
Why you want to learn this is because on our journey through life, we go through the personal development side of things. So it's reading books or getting mentors or coaches or education through an institution or through online or a coach or a course, right? We go through all these different resources to help us to develop ourselves. But unless you intentionally go into the energy side of it, now a lot of coaches more so nowadays teach about the energetics behind it, but unless you really dive into, you know, like energy healing or being an intuitive or things like that, this part really gets missed over. At least this is what I've found in my experience. And when we're shifting into our higher self, into a better position in our life, into a bigger expansive reality for ourselves, when we can learn how our sixth sense comes through for us to deliver a message, everything becomes a lot clearer. We start to have more self-assurance. We start to have more confidence. We start to doubt ourselves less because we're trusting in the senses that are coming through for us. Your spidey senses, if you will. <laughs> so the first one that I want to talk about is clairvoyance. So clairvoyance is similar to our seeing with our naked eye, but with now your mind's eye. And when we work with our clairvoyance sense, it is what a lot of people talk about when they say things like visualization. So when you close your eyes and you visualize that thing, that plan, that experience that you are calling into your life now, you visualize it, you see the details. So for me, in the future, I'm calling in a beach house because Winter is not 100% my jam, and I'd much prefer to be able to look outside my window at the ocean. <laughs> so in the future, I'm calling in a beach house. So I'll use that as the example throughout um, each one of these. So you sit with that visualization, and you are envisioning walking through that door, and you're looking at the decor and the paint on the walls, and you come through the hallway, and you see the kitchen off to the side, and it's got these beautiful marble counters and these white cabinets, and then there's a couch over to the opposite side with a blanket thrown over it, and beyond that are these big white or big glass windows that you just look out and you see the ocean. Now, for me, that's very clear. And I know that this is a predominant sense to me because when connecting with spirit, most of the time spirit shows me images. But what I'm coming to find in working with a lot of people is that visualization isn't always an asset that we have or that something that we can utilize. It's actually not even a sense that we get to experience. But there are other ones and we'll go into those in a minute. But for the moment, I want to just talk about visualization for clairvoyancy for another moment because when we utilize this sense, yes, we're using some of our memory because you've either seen what a beach house looks like in some sense, either a movie, somewhere you've been to, somebody's talked or described one, you've seen it in a picture. But then when you sit with your own vision of a beach house, it's likely going to look, it's likely going to look a lot different than what what you are seeing now with your mind's eye, right? There's probably going to be pieces or details or, um, you know, decor that stands out for you. That's not something that you've seen for a movie or a picture. And maybe right now you might not be able to understand why that is, but in the future, maybe you get your own beach house, maybe you book a trip and you go to one and then you walk through that door and you start to see all these things unfold for you. And it's because in some way, shape, or form, you've used your clairvoyance energy to be able to project yourself into a future experience that unravels and shows you what you need to pay attention to and see right now. 
Now getting into the position where you actually get to experience that, whether it's a trip to that place or whether that's actually being able to purchase the beach house is another aspect because you have to get into the vibration and energy that allows you to be able to be a part of that experience, which we'll probably go into another um, episode about frequency energy. But for the most part, what I want you to understand is that visualization is a beautiful asset to have because it is a way to expand your energy, your mind, your thoughts, your connections, your beliefs, to be willing to move forward in finding a method or a person or a outlook, outlook, and outlet, <laughs> one of those combination words I come up with, um, to be able to get in that position where that becomes available for you. And so when you hear things like visualize, 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 see that experience in your mind's eye, see that experience with your eyes closed, look to the different details of it, really step into it as if you are there. That is what you're utilizing when you are visualizing is your clairvoyancy energy. Now, some of us can't see pictures in our mind's eye, which is so interesting to me because my sister-in-law had this conversation the other day with us where when people talk about visualizing or memories, she doesn't see pictures. She sees shadows or outlines or like an idea. She kind of has an idea of what someone looks like. And for you, if you find that you have a hard time with visualization, you're also likely going to find that you compensate in your external reality with pictures and images, having lots of photos out, taking lots of pictures. Uh, and it's because you're having a hard time actually utilizing your visualization, or you might not even be able to utilize it at all. It just doesn't, it's just not something that works for you. And so when people say visualize, you probably get frustrated. Like, why is this happening? Like, I, I don't see anything. What are you talking about? But in some way, shape or form, you've managed to put together thoughts or a process to be able to make your own kind of language or sense out of that. But if visualization isn't something that you are sitting here like, yes, I do that all the time. If you're like, well, no, like that's not quite how it works for me. There's other senses that we utilize as well. So the next one that I want to go into is our clairsentient energy. This is our um, sixth sense of feeling. So just like we can feel when someone touches us, we have an energy sense that allows us to feel how someone else is feeling. So if you're having a conversation with someone about the weather, something very like surface level, and now all of a sudden, you want to pay attention to all of a sudden, because this is usually a message, you get this overwhelming feeling like, why do I all of a sudden feel upset about my relationship? Or why do I all of a sudden feel overwhelmed or anxious? Or why do I all of a sudden feel this way that I wasn't feeling a couple moments ago? It's because your energy is connected to that person in a way where you are now feeling the energy behind whatever they're talking about, actually feeling the way that they are feeling, even if they're not sharing it with you on the surface. And now that could be an opportunity for you to be like, hey, um, I'm feeling like this way. Um, does that like does that make sense to you? Is there something in your life right now that's making you feel this way? You know, obviously, if it's a conversation that you can have with someone, we're not, with someone, we're not just going to be opening this up to <laughs> strangers. They're going to look at you like, um, excuse me, who are you? <laughs> but when you are with someone that you know, say a really good friend or a family member, or partner, whatever that may be, and you get these all of a sudden feelings. This is you embodying their energy and a message or insight for you to now talk about or express the way that you're feeling 
to help them be able to move through whatever it is that they are going through. Now, if they are not comfortable with that conversation, they're going to let you know right away. So then it would just be something they're like, oh, okay, well, no worries. Like just, I just felt a certain way and I just felt like I needed to talk about it, right? You just kind of let it be. You leave it in their hands to work through it or to navigate it or to, you know, maybe walk away from that and start self-reflecting. Even that could be just exactly what they needed if they're not open to having that conversation as it is. You utilize this energy not to like dig or to feel into people's lives if you are not um, welcome to it. It's not about going behind the scenes and digging up dirt and figuring out all these things. It's about in a moment of connection with someone, when these messages come through for you, you have the opportunity to share with them to maybe help them move through something or for you to realize that you are picking up on someone else's energy all of a sudden and that it's just a chance for you to ask that to be removed. So I would ask my guides in that kind of a circumstance, if I wasn't open to having that conversation with someone, to just say, guides, please remove what doesn't belong to me. And within five minutes, that energy will be removed from me and I will no longer feel whatever particular way that I'm feeling. Unless it actually belongs to me. And then in that indication, I take that opportunity to really just self-reflect and see, okay, why is this coming up? Where is this coming up from? Do I need to pay attention to it more in my own life? And I'll get into applying this to your life in a moment, but first I want to really walk you through what it's like to experience these different six senses. The next one that I want to talk about that is a very predominant one is clear audience. So this is clear hearing. So just like we can hear things when we are, you know, people are speaking to us for the most part. If you're listening to this podcast, you definitely can hear. <laughs> but um, it's about interruptive thoughts. So typically when we're working with this sense, um, it comes in through all of a sudden thoughts or it can come in when you know, you're standing in a store and all of a sudden you hear your name being called and you turn around and nobody in particular is standing there obviously calling out to your name you know, or you're in a lineup and you know, there's no parent in front of you talking to their kid with your name, but you're stopping for a moment and you're turning around to look at where this is coming from. This is your guides communicating with you in a moment through your clear audience sense. And I know that we can all resonate with this because it has all happened to us and we felt crazy after, but this is context for you to understand that what was happening in that moment is your guides were stepping in to interrupt the time period that you were in to shift you incrementally so that you could avoid something in the near or distant future. Now, what that would look like is um, you sometimes you just never know how this unfolds. Sometimes you are just, it's just a blessing in disguise. Um, and sometimes you're going to find out that that four or five minutes that you stopped to look around in confusion was actually four or five minutes that you have now avoided something that could have happened, you know, down the line, right? Where you're five minutes behind the accident or you're five minutes behind missing something or you're five minutes behind, um, you know, being an even better timing for something else. The other way that clear audience works and typically how it how it comes through for us in most times is through interruptive thoughts. So whenever you're doing a linear activity, so something like meditating, um, but I'm also going to just take a minute to explain what meditating is. So meditating to anyone who do, is starting to do this or is new to this is not just sitting on the floor and sitting with your eyes closed with a guided meditation or music. 
Meditating is doing a linear or repetitive activity. So for me, um, folding the laundry, you know, you pick up a shirt, you fold it, you set it down. You pick up another shirt, you fold it, you stack it up. You pick up another, you fold it, you set it in another place. That is a linear or repetitive activity. Doing the dishes, if you're doing them by hand. You're washing them, you're drying them, you're putting them away. You're washing them, you're drying them, you're putting it away. Or you have your pet and you're sitting with it and you're just sitting there and you're just petting your cat or your dog. You're just conscious about that moment and just really allowing that time in peace and quiet to just be still and to be calm and to just collect yourself. And it can also be guided meditations and music, but it doesn't have to be one or the other. Whatever makes you feel calm and still and complete and just conscious of your space is where you're able to be in a state of meditation and it is where you can receive interruptive thoughts like clear audience messages through your mind. And the next time you are doing a linear activity or meditating, um, particularly like we've been told that meditating allows us to become conscious of our thoughts and our feelings and where we're at and all these things and paying it mostly just paying attention to our thoughts. This is what they're talking about. Um, they're talking about looking at what belongs to you and what doesn't belong to you. So if you're thinking about, you know, you're doing your laundry, it's your linear activity, it's your repetitive, repetitive activity. And you're thinking about, you know, dinner, what you're going to cook for dinner. You're thinking about, you know, something maybe you have to fix, something you have to go get, um, you know, average things that make sense to you. But then all of a sudden you start thinking about a different person and something that may be going on with them. In this moment, it's your opportunity to pick up the phone and reach out to them. Not only for confirmation for yourself as to how your message is coming through, but also for you to be able to follow through with that message. The other thing that you can do is again, ask your guides to take away what doesn't belong to you. Because if you're in a space where you're open to wanting to share messages, then I would really encourage you to just ask your guides to take away what doesn't belong to you. If you are open to sharing messages, then that's definitely something that I encourage you to follow through with and see how that plays out. Because the only way you're really going to be able to understand truly how your messages come through is when you follow through with them and express them. Not only do you release that all of a sudden feeling or thought or vision that comes through for you by expressing it and talking about it, but you also get to have that confirmation and validation for yourself as to like, okay, so this must have just belonged to me or this really wasn't mine and this did belong to this person. Great. You get a deeper understanding and sense of where things come through for you. Now, when working with these particular senses, so there are other ones that we can experience. Um, I'll just go over it briefly. So we have, just like how we can taste and smell things, we also have a um, clear sense in relation to these as well. So like an energetic sense and an energetic taste. And how this is going to come through and how you're going to know this to be true is if you're not a smoker, but all of a sudden you smell or you taste tobacco. Um, all of a sudden you smell or you taste oranges, something typically stronger. For me, when I've asked my guides for more clarification surrounding this or how to help other people with these senses, they just show me that this is the best way that spirit can come in to really interrupt us completely. So for me, um, when my grandpa steps through and is around me, he makes me smell and taste like cigars and tobacco because he used to smoke a lot. 
where I, as a, I don't smoke. So this is not something that would belong to me. I would know that this has nothing to do with me. Um, but this isn't something that I typically teach people to develop. I just kind of say, be conscious of it when it comes through for you. And really the first person that comes to mind for you when, when this happens, go with that. That's who's with you. Our mind's going to try and trick us and say, well, you could be wrong or you're crazy or you're not experiencing this or this isn't possible. But no, go with your first instinct because that's also you trusting your intuitive sense and you're trusting your, you know, the interruptive thought of who's coming through to let you know that they're around. So those, that's kind of another one. Um, there's a couple more, but for the most part, these are the ones that we really work with. Um, the only other one that I'm not really touching on is um, clear empathy. So those of you who are extremely empathic, who like embody the feelings of other people, wherever they're at or whatever they're experiencing. So say you're having a pretty neutral day. All of a sudden you go to see your friend Jackie and you just feel like you want to have an emotional breakdown or you all of a sudden feel elated and excited and just over the moon you have embodied her emotions or wherever she's at and that is you just like really taking on someone's energy so this is something that some of you are really going to experience and understand to a deeper degree and level um i didn't really get this until i started doing readings because i was never a very like highly empathic person but in a lot of people and a lot of my clients who I work with, they experience this more than anything, which is really interesting. It's not something that I necessarily want to teach you how to embody because it can become very overwhelming. Um, I know this to be true for me and doing the work that I do, but if you are someone who already experiences this, there are ways to help you to gain a deeper sense of control surrounding this and it's going to be finding something to help you decompress your energy so whether that's journaling you're moving that energy through your fingertips whether that's exercise you're moving that that um, energy through your skin and your pores and through your muscles and your your movement of your body um, whether that's a, a epsom salt bath to help to release and to remove the toxin or dense energy within you Finding something to help you to decompress that embodiment, that clear empathy that you're picking up on is going to be your best um, asset for you. So when working with clairvoyancy, clairsentience, and clairaudience, when we're applying them to our life, first and foremost, it's about understanding which one is your most predominant sense so that when the messages come through for you, you can really start paying attention consciously when or when you should not be um, you know, kind of turning on your, okay, I'm paying attention now. Something's coming through. So whether it's journaling, I always keep a notebook with me. Um, so whenever I'm driving, if something's come through, I'll either pull over if it's really important or I'll wait to wherever I'm getting to and just jot down a couple notes, or I will pull out my voice recorder at any given moment. Um, and I will just like set it down or if I'm walking, I will just open it up and I'll just start talking about whatever's coming through for me so that I can just have that to come back to and re-listen to. Sometimes you're going to find that what comes through for you has absolutely no relevance, but then later on when you come back to reread it or re-listen to it, you are shocked at the fact that you are now having a breakthrough because of a moment before in your past that was giving you the messages of clarity. You can also take these senses when trying to figure out which one is your most predominant, though I feel like if you're listening to this, you've already had figured out, a, you have a pretty good clue as to which one comes through for you the most, um, but is journaling. Sitting down and just journaling, asking, writing the question, you know, where am I going in the future? 
how, what do you get? Do you start to get a vision? Do you start to get a feeling? Do you start to get interrupted thoughts? You know, you're thinking of that mansion that you want and all of a sudden you're thinking about a business partner or a space or keys or an investment. And it's like, no, I was thinking about the mansion. So the interrupted thoughts, those all of a sudden are your messages, right? Asking yourself, how do I, how can we solve this problem? How to make this resolution more effortless? What does it take for me to be able to step into where I need to be, right? Always open-ended questions that are very thought-provoking because that's where you're open to all perceptions and perspectives instead of one, like instead of why is this happening to me, you ask how is this happening for me. Instead of how do I get there, what's my next step, you ask what is it going to take for me to be able to step into that space, right? It's opening up this place from instead of the question being a one-directional expectation of an answer to being open to however that's meant to come through. And then through those questions, through that journaling or through that meditation or that voice recording, feeling into where your senses are coming in. Is Are you getting images in your mind? Are you getting feelings in your body? Are you getting all of a sudden interruptive thoughts? This is what you want to pay attention to. And then now you have a better understanding of your predominant sense. You know, you've put it into practice a few times, you've exercised that muscle, you know, you've called it out whenever it's come through, whatever it is for you to whoever is around when that comes up. So you have the validation of that being true for you because we as humans need validation. It's just how it works. And for you to get to more of a place of an enlightenment, you still have to go through the process of, process of getting a validation, right? Whether you're a coach or you do something, right? You still need those testimonies. You still need that recognition that what you're doing to some degree is correct. Now, I'm going to take one more moment to expand on that because it's not about having other people's acceptance of what you're doing, but it is about having that un- that conscious understanding of confirmation that what you're doing is correct or what you did feel was what they were feeling too or what you are seeing is what they're seeing too or what you are thinking is what they're thinking too because without that you kind of just feel a little bit crazy like am I making this up is this really a thing you have to have that release point so that you can start to understand like what belongs to you and what belongs to other people right and so that's where the confirmation comes in not the acceptance of people accepting what you're doing but the confirmation that what you've said what you've expressed what you felt with whatever you saw, whatever you think is in fact what has come through for you. And then you get to move forward and you're like, okay, you know what? I got this. I got my, you know, five confirmations or I spent as much time on this as I possibly feel like I could, or I really have sat with this. I'm really working to implement this into my life. And so now you implement it. And so now whenever you're moving through to make a decision or a choice or a change or a transformation, You can lean back on your senses, whether it's all three, whether it's one in particular, and you can ask for that internal guidance and that external guidance in your life. And you can feel into the experience of where you're going or what's being called for you or how you're needing to shift to level up. And when you understand your energy sense, y'all, your mind will be blown There's going to be times where you pick up on things that you really wish that you wouldn't picked up on. I'm not going to pretend like that's not a part of it, but you also are going to pick up more so than, than not on the good things in life, not only for you, but for other people too. Imagine being able to be that voice of reason in someone's moment of distress and 
allow them to have the breakthrough because you're in tune with your own senses that you can share something that's coming through for you. So for me, there was a few, um, I think it was a few months ago. It was a little while ago. I was all of a sudden having this all of a sudden feeling of anxiety and overwhelm and panic. And I saw um, one of my girlfriend's images in my mind's eye and I just, I knew I needed to call her. And so since I do what I do, it's not unusual for me to do things like this. So I call her and I'm like, Hey, what's going on? Like, I feel like something's up and she was panicking. She was overwhelmed. Something had happened for her. And in that moment, because I was inclined to listen to, and I knew how to listen to my senses and what was coming through for me by reaching out, it just so happened that I had the understanding and the knowledge that she needed to be able to work through what was coming up for her in that time. So not only was I able to trust myself enough and know the the way that my messages were coming through, but I was also to pro- able to provide her with a breakthrough in a moment of distress that she really needed. Now, if I wasn't inclined to share and I wasn't feeling like I wanted to share, I would also understand because I know how my senses come through, my messages come through, that if I wasn't available, maybe I was busy, maybe I didn't want to, maybe I didn't have the time, attention, or energy, whatever the case may be, I would simply ask my guides to take away what doesn't belong to me so that I could continue on with my day without having to feel that sense of overwhelm in whatever I was doing in the moment when it wasn't for me to feel, right? So these are our different senses. Um, It's really fun and exciting to work with them, to understand them. It teaches you something even more about yourself that you didn't know before. It's like creating new strength within you, um, a new muscle. It's really exciting, actually, um, working with your uh, six senses. And I really hope you're able to take something away from this and at least be able to figure out which one is your more predominant one. And if not, I really encourage you to go back to this episode if you're not driving um, or when you uh, when you are not driving, if you are, and just kind of take some notes and write down to see like which one makes the most sense to you. Really check in to experiences in your life where one of these stood out more than the other. Because even in that, the realization When you get those gut instincts or when you get those visions or have those dreams or when you have those interruptive thoughts, you stop questioning yourself as to like what's going on in the moment or why this is happening or oh, that's so weird that I think about that or oh, this is such an odd feeling. Why do I feel this way? Or oh man, I just had the crazy like vision or like thought of something that just like popped into my head, right? You stop doubting why these things come through for you and you start trusting that it's a message and you're either going to choose to relay the message or you're going to just sit with it, honor it, and then ask it to be removed. Either way, um, it's a really interesting thing to work with, definitely. So I hope you're able to take something from that, uh, especially your main sense. It is something that I teach and work with a lot with my one-on-one students. And as you know from last episode, Intuition Academy is open where we really go into the depths of these, where there's exercises and there's um, lots of different ways of understanding this for you, even more so in Intuition Academy. And the enrollment is open for you. So feel free to go check that out. You can do so at rileyjune.ca forward slash intuition hyphen academy. Um, and all the details and the um, options to sign up are there for you. So 
Thank you so much for spending your time with me this week. Um, this is actually a pre-recorded episode because if you are listening to this, that means I am in sunny California, um, enjoying a beautiful manifested spiritual retreat with some incredible, amazing women um, that ended up turning into an extended stay with one of my favorite people. And we are just enjoying the beach and the sun. So I'm so grateful to be able to share these experiences with you and to help you rise up and lift into this energy and frequency that allows you to not only understand yourself more in depth, but also to be able to expand your energy to step into a place where you can manifest beautiful things that you always wished and dreamed and desired to experience too. So thank you so much for spending your time with me. I hope you have an absolutely wonderful day. Thank you for spending your time with me in this week's episode. I would love and appreciate so much if you could share this with one person that you truly feel could take away something great and divine. It is my absolute promise to always bring you the best of value, the deepest connections, and the insight and golden nuggets for you to be able to take away in your day. Reviews are always welcomed. And if you'd like to connect further with me, you can check me out on Instagram at Riley June, R-Y-L-E-E, June as in the month, or at RileyJune.ca. Either way, I love and appreciate you and your time today. Sending you off in love and light.